It's time for the Alien Conspiracy Podcast. We are your hosts, Agent ETA, Agent Ether, Agent Gruger, and Agent Anderson. Come along as we examine UFO sightings, conspiracies, and all things strange. You can follow the show on Twitter at AlienConPod. We also have an email address, AlienConPod at ProtonMail.com. We would love to hear from you. And don't forget to check out our links in the description. We've got them all in one place now. This week's episode, more spooky stories. And before we got got started, damn, (laughs) messing it up right away there. And before we get started this week, I have uh, an announcement to make. I started a t-shirt, well, not t-shirt, but a merch store on TeePublic. So you can go and buy, I just uploaded our logo so far. I might come up with some other designs. And by I might come up, I mean I might enlist Agent Redacted to draw some stuff for me. (laughs) That's a good idea. (laughs) Because he's really good at art. So uh, he might draw some stuff. But right now we just have the show's logo and you can get that on like t-shirts, you know, wife beaters, hoodies. Uh, I think you can get stickers and magnets and phone cases and I wouldn't recommend the phone cases because I don't know if they've been drop tested or not, but you can get them. There's uh, mugs. I don't know. There's all kinds of stuff on there you can check out. Uh, onesie for your kid. You know, if you've got a little baby, you want to indoctrinate them into <laughs> alien lore at a young age, you know. But yeah, so check that out. Link in a, in links in the description there. Um, and also, of course, we have a Discord going now. So if you'd like to support the show and get some extra stuff. You mean Patreon. Oh, Patreon. That's right. We're on Discord right now as that's I speak. Right. Yeah. Derp. Okay, so yeah, Patreon. <laughs> Check it out in the description. We got three tiers going right now. Uh, we have ba- the basic three dollar tier, which is just early access and ad free, and then we have the five dollar, which gets you bonus content, and the ten dollar, which allows you to vote on upcoming topics. Did the first poll this morning, so that's uh, you know we got that stuff going on. And uh, at the end of the show, I'll give a shout out to our, uh, we don't have that many, but I'll give a shout out to our Patreon subscribers because, um, you know, I really appreciate them. But uh, for now, let's get started with the show. All right. Who wants to go first? I think we, so last time we had a lot of, I felt like we had a lot of momentum going and we had plenty of spooky stuff we had not yet explored. So we sort of cut the episode short because it was starting to run long. And now we are ready for round two of spooky stories. How about uh, Agent ETA? You want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Um, I didn't have a whole lot more to talk about, but one of the things I did want to talk about is all the different stories when it comes to the White House. And uh, Abraham Lincoln in particular is the one that kind of like, 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 uh, Pulled my interest, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of different stories about people experiencing the ghost of Abraham Lincoln in the White House. And um, I, I think if I uh, supposedly the the one that was the first person to say uh, that she saw somebody or saw him in the White House was uh, Grace Coolidge. Which is, you know, she was the first lady at the time, and uh, it's a very simple story. She she walked into the uh, yellow oval room, and she says that she saw Lincoln like standing at a window, looking over the uh, the Potomac, and uh, just like it, she just like was like startled, you know. But you know, my favorite story by far, actually, I, I think, is a uh, British Prime Minister Winston Churchill, and so um, the story goes that like Winston Churchill was staying at the White House at the time. 
And uh, he was just kind of relaxing at the end of the, the night. And, uh, you know, he had taken a long hot bath and he was, uh, you know, doing his usual routine of uh, drinking a scotch and smoking a cigar. You know what I mean? And so uh, there's a lot of pictures of uh, Winston Churchill with a cigar. The guy was obviously a big connoisseur of him, you know. But um, it's very uh, kind of witty, like what he supposedly had said when he encountered the ghost. So, um, so he he walks out of the uh, the bathroom and he's like, you know, like just like butt naked, you know, with a scotch and a cigar in hand. And that's yeah. that might be kind of a, a ugly uh, picture to imagine, but whatever. <laughs> it's it's a uh, it's still funny nonetheless. So um, he walks he walks into the bedroom and um, he says. And I quote, good evening, Mr. President. You seem to have me at a disadvantage. And what what had happened, I guess, was Lincoln just like turned towards him and like smiled softly and, and disappeared shortly thereafter. But, you know, it's a uh, it's kind of one of those things because like Winston Churchill, if you're familiar with the character, the guy was a, a, a very witty guy. He had a. a a good sense of humor from what I've heard, you know, obviously I never met the guy, but you know, uh, he's, he's, uh, it's just, it was kind of, it was kind of hilarious, I think, you know, but I mean, there, there was like countless people, um, famous figures and, and not so famous figures that have, uh, said that they, they have encountered the spirit of Abraham Lincoln in the white house. Uh, there was actually a, a, a quite a few people during like like the, uh, Theodore Roosevelt's presidency himself and also his daughter uh, Marine Reagan which uh, and her husband uh, Dennis C Ravel I think is how you pronounce his name I, I'm not sure if that's correct or not but like there was like large groups of people that like not only claimed to have seen his ghost all at once like they all saw it like and most of it is like just like a you know an apparition you know that is like standing there in like the you know some room somewhere and and, and Shortly thereafter, you know, he, he, uh, disappears, you know, but, um, there's also, uh, tales of, uh, Mary Todd Lincoln, Lincoln's, uh, wife, uh, she used to have like seances and stuff. And, um, like she was really into it, I guess, you know what I mean? Like she was into the whole spirit thing, you know, and, uh, supposedly she had contacted him at one point and after his death, obviously. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, it's just like, it's. It's one of those things where it's a reoccurring, a reoccurring story throughout the history of the White House. I mean, like I said, everybody from the Roosevelts to uh, the Eisenhowers, uh, they uh, not not just Eisenhower, but um, like the press secretary at the time, James Haggerty, and uh, like it's it's they all had stories about seeing Lincoln, not just once but multiple times, you know. And it seems like, like, uh, potentially Lincoln had been hanging around there, just, you know, meandering, uh, throughout the years, you know, and, and maybe, cause you know how some, some people talk about the reason why a spirit might be around. And a lot of it seems to be like they have unfinished business, I guess you'd say, or maybe they still want to make an impact or, you know, on, you know, on somebody or, or multiple somebodies. But, uh, yeah, it, it's, a. Uh, I think it's a, it's a, if you look into it, if you, there's, there's a lot of stories, like there's all sorts of different stories that you can read about where people say that they, they saw Lincoln, you know, and, uh, yeah, that, I mean, that, that was, that was, uh, you can go more into it. I mean, like I said, there, there's, there's countless people like, like Dwight Eisenhower and stuff, like I said, and, and uh, Harry Truman, uh, he, uh, says that he saw something. He was very, what I re read was, it was, really kind of vague what he was like describing. I think he, some of these people like, you know, they, they, 
when you see a ghost or something like they don't want you don't want to be looked at as crazy or something like that or you know like like lose your reputation affect your reputation right. so some of them are just kind of like like ah, i think i might have seen or heard something but there's a lot of stories about like you know tapping on doors and hearing foot de- footsteps down the hall or what have you you know and, or a dog uh, that, bark that or, or <laughs> yeah distant yeah yeah, they, ghost that's dogs. Not a, yeah, that's a ghost dog. It's spooky. <laughs> spooky. A spuppy. It's a spuppy, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's I didn't really have a whole lot on that. It's just kind of one of those things at the, at the end of the episode last time, I just wanted to mention, you know, like just talk about because cause, uh, it's one of my favorite ghost stories is is – Abraham Lincoln, you know, just because of how many, how many famous people or influential people had said that they had experienced his ghost, you know, and I'd be more inclined to believe that. I mean, with presidents putting so much work and their life into that, that job, it's like, yeah. Well, and how much influence that Abraham Lincoln also had and and how much, uh, you know, yeah. And the way he went out too, obviously being murdered and stuff, you know, like if there is a ghost that's going to stick around and, and feels like, he has more business to do or do, unfinished or, business. Yeah. Unfinished yeah, business. Yeah. 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 Then that, that might be the one that could be the one or a one, you know, I agree. But, but yeah, I mean, uh, but besides that, like, I don't think, did I mention in, in it? Cause I've had a couple iffy things. I, I don't know if it was a ghost or not, but it was kind of like a, a little bit of an experience. Did I talk about that in the first uh, show there? I don't think Possibly. so. Yeah, it so it's it's not something that was like it's not something that's like it, it wasn't like like a straight up like oh I saw a ghost it was just like I don't know what that was basically was 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 the experience so back when I was a teenager I want to say I was probably 16 17 it was I think it was during the summer and uh, right before I was about to turn 17 I think and so um there used to be this spot that me and my friends used to go uh, to hang out and drink and stuff, you know, and like, it was a good spot because it was, it was actually like a, and I don't know how old this place is, but it, it was a cemetery and it was kind of nestled in, into this like industrial, like park type area. It, it was, um, oh, no, thank you. So, so it was, it was uh, right up beside, uh, beside this hill off the 57 freeway. And the good thing about it, the reason why we went there is because you could see like any cops or anything or anybody coming from a far ways away and you have plenty of time to, to either get out or, or hide your alcohol, what have you, you know, cause like I said, that's the reason why we always went there usually is to go drink, you know, but it was a cemetery and, um, it was, it was, it was right on the border of city of industry and Pomona. Um, I'm, I, I think it was Pomona. I, I could be wrong, but anyways, it was right on the border right there, right around that area. And so, uh, we used to go there to, to party, you know, and, and to have like, you know, little, little, little kickbacks and stuff, you know, whatever. So, um, at the time, uh, I was there with my girlfriend and, um, we had kind of just like, like sneaked off to the side to mess around, you know, and, and we were standing up, uh, against this tree and I had looked over and mind you, this is like in the summertime, right? It, it wasn't like super hot out, but it wasn't like, it wasn't cold. So, and this is, is important to the story because uh, I looked over in, in, in front of one of these gravestones, it looked like there was like this little pocket of mist, like almost like a cloud, I, I, a tiny miniature cloud, I guess I, I could describe it. I mean, it was weird. Like, and it was only there for like a quick second. Like I, I had looked over it. I had it, and then I looked at my girlfriend. I was like, "Did you see that?" She's like, "Yeah." What the hell was that? Like, because we kind of like both looked over at the same time, you know, and like like when we looked back at each other and then looked back at it, it was already gone. Like it was 
a couple seconds at most. You know what I mean? It's just like a flash type thing. And like, I was just like, what the hell was that? Like, we were both like, like we saw it. We know we saw this. Like we both confirmed it to each other. You know, did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. What did you see? I looked like a like mist almost, like like right out, you know, like like uh like right above the ground, you know, like like almost like a little cloud or something. But it was there for a quick freaking second. And but this this uh, cemetery though, by the way, um, it was a very old cemetery. It was it wasn't like an active cemetery at all. You know, like most of the gravestones and stuff were like like from the early like like you know like. 1920s and 30s and stuff like that you know when, when this area had first kind of started to be um more populized you know so that was like yeah, i mean there's I, there's a couple things where you know you hear a weird noise or something like that out in the forest you know i've been camping you know, but that could be an animal you know what i mean like it, that could be anything really or cryptid but like like uh that's oh, kind of like the <laughs> that that's kind of the only i've never really had like 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 a ghost experience, you know what I mean? Even though like, like naively I want to, because I'm a fan of ghosts and stuff. But then if I would have a, an actual real ghost experience, maybe that might, might freak me the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like that, right. that might, that might not be a good experience. I don't know. But I like, like I said in the previous show, I've always been a huge fan of ghost stories. Cause like, it just, it gets a rise out of me. Like I, I get the goosebumps, you know, when I hear a good story, you know, and like you imagine yourself being there too, you know? But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it's one of those things where I, I give some credit to ghost stories. You know what I mean? Even though I've, I like, in my opinion, like I've said before, I, I've never seen any real hard evidence that couldn't be faked. And I've seen stuff that could look like it was, it could be evidence, but I don't know because it's something that could easily be faked. Like I had said in the previous episode, you know? Um, right. So like, I love this stuff, but I, I'm not, I want to be a believer, but I'm, I, I'm not necessarily a believer. I just like, I like the stories. You know what I mean? I feel that. Yeah, I can completely relate. I think that's, uh, yeah, that yeah. was the same cemetery where Agent uh, Anderson and I went on one of our first dates. Do you remember that? <laughs> Very popular really? cemetery. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> only, it was, it was it the was, only uh, cemetery around. So I think there was the like cool a go. coffee shop across the street or something. So we went and got coffee and then we just wandered around the spooky cemetery. Well, there, there may or may not have been a print shop in the area. And uh, the the kids of the parents who own the print shop might have may or may not have thrown parties there on occasion. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's pretty close to there, <laughs> but um, so there's actually this reminds me of uh, people in the chat were talking about uh, dogs seeing stuff, right? And this actually reminded oh, yeah. me of our dog, one of our dogs. We got him. They said he was uh, about a year old when we got him. But he kept getting bigger, so it turns out he was probably, you know, a lot younger than that. I think he's probably full-grown by now. I, I hope, hope so. Uh, I hope so. But anyways, he when we got him, there, so there's this, uh, to back up a little bit, there's this idea that somehow, like, children can, like, there's they can sense the paranormal more easily than adults. Like, maybe they're lacking some kind of filter or whatever, but there's this classic trope where children see ghosts that parents cannot see, right? So we have two dogs. Only one of them actually did this. So the new dog that was a puppy, uh, he's done this like three times where I've been in the bedroom, like either folding laundry or just doing something. And then he'll start freaking out and barking and he'll act like there's somebody in the room and then he'll mm-hmm. like, he'll bark and it like, you know, if, if you're in front of a dog and then you step towards them, they'll back up a little bit 
And then if you step away, then they'll step forward, you know? Like, he was mm-hmm. reacting like that, like there was actually somebody in the room, but there wasn't. It was just me. I was home alone. There's nobody else there. So, he, you know, he did that for a second, and then then he sort of went out the room. He peeked out the around the corner out of the door and then barked down the hallway and then ran back, like, with his tail between his legs and kind of hid behind me. I was like, what are you doing, wow. dude? <laughs> like, that's... I don't like that one bit. That is completely terrifying. Like it kind of gave me the chills. He's only done this like three times, like not that often. And he hasn't done it in a couple months. So I'm wondering if because he was a puppy, the veil was thinner for him and he was able to sense something. But the weird thing is he was acting like there was somebody else in the house, like a, a person, like an intruder. But... There was obviously there wasn't. It was just me. It was the, it was it was really freaking creepy, and I, I totally forgot about that until people were talking about dogs in the chat right now. But so that's a short one. I got another one for later. But <laughs> so for I now, say, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll turn funny. it over to uh, to Adrian Kruger. What do you got for us? No, not nothing on that. I was just gonna springboard off what you were saying. Yeah, uh, go ahead. It was that that uh when my dad passed, uh, he was the one that actually picked out our dog. And after and I know dogs like miss some owners when they're not there kind of thing. And they'll hang around a certain spot, but she was like, it was, this was my black lab and her name was Ponga. And she was just a great dog and came like right off the bat, just well-trained everything. Just, just perfect about the dog. Um, but she did this thing at, shortly after he passed, which was just, it was just weird. We would all kind of see it and we wouldn't react. It was just, she would walk up to the door and anytime my dad showed up at home, she wasn't the type that would be like jumping on you and hyper and stuff like that. She would just sit there and like wag her tail, but she would be all nice and proper and just sit and stare at you until she got pets. And she, it was just a great dog. But uh, shortly after my dad passed, um, I want to say like a week or so after, like everybody left because everybody came and like was preparing the funeral and the services and stuff like that. Uh, she just constantly at the, at, I swear to God, after midnight, she would always like, cause her, the distance from her bed into our front door was a little bit of a walk for her. Nothing big, but it was like, you would hear her pause, you know, walk to the door. And so for some odd reason, she would never, unless you came home, she would never have business being over there. And every, like every time after midnight, she would just walk up, sit there. And just stare out the door. And it wasn't like she was gloomy or anything. And one night, because I had a, like, upstairs, uh, Eric, you've seen our old house in Pala. And, like, there was that second floor, that second mm-hmm. story or whatever. So, like, I heard her pause from my room, like, on the, the tile. And I was like, oh, Ponga shouldn't be there. And I looked over, and she was just, like, nothing distracting her, just focused on the door. And it was, it's, it still gives me goosebumps, dude. It's so weird. And it's hard. It sucks because, like, I can't show you what I saw. But, like, every time I look over and see her, she was just, nothing would deter her from that door. And she would mm-hmm. just sit there. And then all of a sudden, what would creep me the fuck out was that she would start wagging her tail. Like, as if somebody mm-hmm. was there. And back up. And, like, and like full on, like, expect pets. And, like. It was just body language my dog would give off. But, you know, there was, you know, when my dad passed, I had 
like it, it wasn't so moving on from that. So like I I want like like you agent ETA. I have that belief that like I like the stories more to it. Like I want to believe like there's more yeah. to that. But it's so I have the belief though that if anything there would be more contact within our dreams and when we're asleep. Mm-hmm. And maybe I could be wrong about this, but I don't think I got, I told you guys about the, like I had a full on conversation with my father, like full on, like he looked different. He was fatter. And then, but I wasn't the only one out of the siblings of his children that had this same dream where it was a one-on-one meeting and it was like, Tim had it. I forgot exactly the settings for him, my brother. And then there was my sisters who also had dreams, but they had it in areas that they were familiar with. Like my, my sister, um, mm-hmm. Mel, she had it where she was in a bar and they met up for, you know, some drinks and like, but each story or each dream had an underlying relation was that he was telling us to, you know, keep, keep going don't let down your mothers. You know what I mean? Like make sure you're there for your family and don't be, a, you know, don't, don't leave them. And it was just the weird. It, I don't know if that's really saying it as well. I don't know, that's, I get, that's, that's giving, that's giving me goosebumps right well, now. I had to, it, to I had it where, Cause I think, I think there's something to the spiritual side of life that like, we don't necessarily understand because it's one of those things like how do you really like like research it and like like how do you oh, look yeah. at it like in a scientific way I guess you know what I mean like well, the land, the the thing that I'll say on it and then I'll 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 we'll move on from this is that there was so this is how it always starts with the and I ever since then I've never had the same dream since and there was a level of like anger I had and resentment towards my dad but that's a whole other level of uh, can worm a whole different can of worms so, there another story um, yeah but I had it where this dream started out where it was just like a, a, a white desolate, like salt flat, basically. Like that's the only thing I can relate it to. It was just like a, a big empty out of nowhere, just land. And in the middle of the land was a white house, like just this white rickety old house, but it was still holding up. Wasn't like, trashy crack house type deal but it was kind of borderline onto that it was a well-used house but it was an all-white house and the paint was runny and i remember it because there was a there was wind and i could feel the wind and the heat and the the just the uncomfortableness being there and this Hmm. door kept slapping back and forth and i was like I didn't have the control of my body to be able to walk, but like, I was just like, Oh, noise door. Then like from the distance, I like zoomed in to the door and then all suddenly I'm in the kitchen and I can mm-hmm. feel and hear like just my surroundings, like the wood floor, I could feel it creak and bend and everything. And so it was just this weird, just weird ass feeling. And like, so my dad was in the kitchen and his back was up against the the stove and he was reading the paper of all things and he was looking at it and he he saw me but he wasn't happy to see me and it was more of like like hey you like that look of like hey you know what you got to do and don't disappoint me this isn't a happy meeting you know like i don't know how he to say sending you a message like 
I want to believe that. And that's the thing is that, but I have never had a dream like that since. And so like it, it, it was the weirdest thing. And like, he was pinned up against the wall and he was just kind of like, you see these? And he like gestured, uh, to this, like these glasses that I know he would have liked. It was like those Oakley's with like the MP3 players built into it. And okay. he, he was like, you know, these would have been cool. And like, you could tell that he was like disappointed that he wasn't going to get to like wear those or actually see how those look on him and whatnot. Like he was just like, I would have liked a pair of those. And they looked mm. at me and like, it was like that, that moment of like me starting to realize, like, that's when the dream started kind of like fading out. Like it was more of like, Hey, Tim and your mom. You know, you got to be there for him. And it was, I shit you not. I swear to God on my eternal soul. This is like, this is that, that was all that transpired. It was just, you know, like this look of like, you know what you got to do and you got to be there. And like, I was like, uh, okay. And then I started trying to talk to him, but it was right in that moment. Like, like, and this is where I lean to it being a dream, obviously, or I hope it wasn't, but it was like me realizing he's not here anymore. And I started to like feel this overwhelming emotion and just like, you know, Oh no, don't go. Don't like, and I will, I was like, Hey, wait, I have so much more to ask you. And Mm -hmm. like in that moment, I just woke up and I was like choking for air. Cause I was just, I was just bawling my eyes out and I didn't know I was doing that. It was just so overwhelmed with emotion that I was just like, what the hell? And not to have a pity party or whatever. The last thing I'll say is that I had another one of these dreams with my mom and that's where I'm like, okay, maybe it was just cause I missed them so much, but this happened years after the the fact of their, so my dog with my dad, that happened like a couple weeks after. And, but like, that's a whole different can of worms. Like I said, but the, this, 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 these dreams happen way after their passing. So that's where I'm like, well, shit, maybe there is like the veil is thin and maybe they can communicate. Maybe I'm not living up to the expectations or what they intended for me to do in this world. And they're trying to like nudge me in a direction of saying like, hey, you know, do this, do this. Right. But like each underlying each story or each dream or vision or whatever you call it, like I'm kind of in it's not a rejoice. It's not a happy like reun- we're not like, Oh my God. Hey, Oh yada yada. It's like, they're sad. We're both sad. And like, there's well, a, a look of situation. disappointment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's like, but like with my mother, it was like, she and I went to a library, go figure. And, but like the uh-huh. thing that was so weird was that the carpeting was orange and the walls were yellow and it had that smell of like, 70s cart like 70s 80s cart you know that's the best way i can say it like old school just smell like and it it just was overwhelming and i remember (laughs) there was so this is where it tripped me out the most was that the people that i was seeing in the library were people that like after i woke up i realized but i didn't know that like so when i was there i was like hey ruth and this and that and i was just like why what's up guys how you doing i was more happy to see the people there but then it it didn't hit me until i woke up after this and stuff like that that mm-hmm. they were dead those those people oh, aren't yeah. no longer with us either and that i remember i was talking to them and then i looked at my mom and she was sat she was sitting sitting on a bench and she again she was just looking at me like not disappointed but was just like 
not smiling either. And it was just this weird feeling of like, I was like, oh, well, I got to cheer her up. And I just, I just hugged her. That's all I did. It was just hugging her. And I could feel that sensation of like, you you guys all know when you hug that one person that's been in your life, your mom or whoever it might be that's been around your life, your entire life. There's just that sense of like love and unconditional love. And then when you guys hug or whatever, you're just like, yeah, you feel that connection. And like, yeah. I had that, but then again, like, like the other one, it's like my, that light bulb shoots off and it's like, oh shit, they're not here anymore. And like, I just wake up and I'm just like, I'm just crying my eyes out and like, I can't get around it. And like, I'm not, I'm Mm. man enough to say, yeah, I cry. Like, you know, but like it was, but those are the only times, like it was really, really shitty because it's like you wake up and you're like oh like you want to tell that person like hey i just had this crazy dream you're like oh wait no i can't like for obvious reasons now yeah but it was like i still have that those dreams on repeat in my brain like what the hell is going on and it's just there's more to it but i don't want to drag it on or whatever but isn't it funny how sometimes like uh and, and i've had this experience before where you have like a waking dream you know, like, like you're, you're somewhat awake, but you're not, you're definitely not awake, but like, like it seems so real and like, it yeah. almost like, it almost like, it almost messes up your mind a little bit. Cause like, it, it may be like something ridiculous that like, you know, like, like something that is not even realistic at all, you know, that you had a dream about, but when you woke up, like, you're like, like, was that real? No, there's yeah, no am way I that still dreaming? Real. Like, and what's then, like, going on? Yeah, yeah. You think about it a little bit. Like, no, that wasn't that. No, there's no way that could have been real. You know what I mean? Like, what, the, what's like that? The, what's for, that movie where it's like a dream and a dream and a dream? What was that movie? Inception. 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 I have dreams <laughs> all the time like that. All the time where I in my dream wake up. Like I'm sleeping and I wake up in my uh-huh. dream, but I'm actually real, really still sleeping. <laughs> I don't yeah. like it that, at all. That freaked me out. It's yeah, impossible like to that. tell when you're, when you're asleep. It really you gotta is. Have yeah. a, you got to have yeah. your totem though that makes you grounded to the reality. Right, like you got to right. spin a dreidel or something. A like. dreidel. Well, that actually, <laughs> actually kind of relates to like the only other like like experience i guess i could say i i had but i didn't know if it was real i was very young i I think i was around 10 or 12 years old or something like that and i might have even been younger i i i forget i might have been younger than actually now that i think about it but um we were staying at our grandparents house in arcadia and i had gotten up to go to the bathroom like late at night uh and and it was one of these things where, like, I think I, I I think that we had watched like a scary movie, like like earlier that day or something like that, you know. So that's probably what influenced this, you know. But like, I was like half asleep, half awake, and it was just like I had to do my business, you know what I mean. And so I was sitting there on the toilet, and I I, I swear to God, I saw something like like creep, like like not creep, but like like peek around the doorway, like just real quick. It was like, I, and I couldn't say what it was. Like, it, it seemed like a face or something, but I, I couldn't say what it was, though. But it's one of those things where, like, it was such a quick interaction, and I didn't even know if it was real, if I even really saw it, if I was dreaming or something, like, still, you know, like, like I was walking around, like, uh, doing my bit, like, you know, I had to, I had to go use the restroom, and, and maybe I was still kind of half asleep, maybe, I don't know. But, like, uh, it's still, like, it's one of those things I, I still remember to this day, because, like, I remember being freaked out by it, like... Did I just see something? No, no, I don't think I saw something. Like it happened so fast. Like I don't, 
okay, I don't know if that was something or not, you know, but I still remember it to this day. And it could have, I, I, it could have been, like I said, one of those things where I was freaking myself out. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And, and so I, I, I kind of, I, I leaned more towards that. You know what I mean? But to be honest, like some of my favorite ghost stories and stuff are, are ones that are like involved, like poltergeist and stuff, really. Like, uh, you, you, you know, you have uh, different types of interactions that people have with uh, spirits, ghosts, whatever entities, whatever it may be. But like the poltergeist stuff, though, when people like, like, cause like this is some of the stuff where like, yeah, I've seen a lot of footage that, that that people post and stuff about their their experiences, and I mean, most of it to me could be faked, but some of it's really compelling. Like 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 when you see like like drawers opening and like you know like like stuff moving around the house, you know, and and people getting scratched or something like that or attacked like yeah, in their bed, in yeah, their bed that's you know, like yeah, fuck that, <laughs> like all that all that stuff. Like I said, could be faked, but what if it isn't? You know, well, like, what, like, you know, like sometimes they have started to jump in there, but like sometimes yeah. they've had it where like, it's something that's related to their passing or like, what was the reason? Like there was this, I remember this well, story it's, about it's this It's related house. to like the property that they're living in or the house they're that, living in, something or happened. Like, or, you know, like there was this, uh, so there was a story about this old lady that I knew or that was like when I was growing up that there was this house and the family that moved in after li- short lived there for not very much longer. Like, so the, this lady, this, she wasn't grumpy. She wasn't like mean or anything. She was just, you know, your typical old lady. Uh, like, I don't know, like just nice down to earth. You know, everybody liked her. She could take care of herself. And one day she, you know, obviously life, her cycle ended. She died and a family moved in and started changing things, how the house, you know, used to be and all that stuff. But then it, they were there for within a year though. They moved in, they dropped some serious money on the house, but they left as like soon as they could. And it wasn't until like I started talking to the neighbors and whatnot, like just out of nowhere that, so there was incidents where, so that she, so I don't know how to really say this or, okay. So she, the family, when they moved in there, there wasn't like these, just countless creepy shit happening, but it was like, they, um, they would have school and like the mom would stay behind. The dad was at work and stuff like that. But she said that, um, every now and then she'd wake up and like a faucet would be on like just complete like water just running. And she thought it was the kids leaving it on and, or, you know, the husband forgetting to turn off the faucet for whatever good reason. But it wasn't until like the third or fourth time that it happened that when she kept bringing it up, they're like, no mom, we're not doing it. And the husband, no, I am not doing that. Trust me. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until one day she woke up and all the thoughts, all the faucets in the house were running. They were all going oh, wow. off. And so she actually hired a plumber and she, uh, the plumber actually did work there before when they, when he went there to, you know, fix everything. And he was like, you know, um, I could tell you right now that the faucets aren't broken. And he, she was like, well, what, what do you mean? You barely looked into it. And he's like, yeah, I know. Um, she drowned. She drowned to death. And so it was like she she was an elderly woman and somehow she I think she either had a stroke or something like that. But like she she passed out in the bath and died in the bathtub. She died in the bathroom. And so like Mm. that's where the faucet was running at first was the bathroom. But then it ended up being all the faucets turning on. But like that's my point is that like that stuff creeps me out the most is that like, you know, 
if it was something related to, you know, a drowning. And then there was something that always is reoccurring within the house, like running water and this and stuff like that. And it's like, ah, shit, that, that creeps me the fuck out. So, you know, I actually had, I actually had something, it didn't, didn't happen to me, but it was kind of like a little situation where some of the people at my work were, uh, one or two in particular were, were very like, uh, I, I guess they've had some experiences and they feel very strongly about this, this type of subject. Uh, so we had this like charity that we were, we were, uh, like, like we had like a bunch of stuff, like, like, like gifts and prizes that we, we had, uh, accumulated and stuff. And it was like a Halloween theme type thing. Cause Halloween's coming up, you know? And um, some very unfortunate things happened to some people that I worked with, some of the some of the the supervisors as well, and um, like like yeah, having kids pass away and stuff like that. There was two actually, uh, two of the people that I worked with, uh, some of my supervisors, they had unfortunately oh, children that passed away recently since since uh, we started this thing. But one of the um, one of the women that I work with uh, has had some. From what she says, like her house is like good and haunted. Like she, she has experiences where she'll wake up with like a dark figure standing above her or something like that. And there, there's more than goes into. It. I haven't really talked to her that much about it. I'm just kind of passively aware of it. You know what I mean? Mm. But um, oh, one of the things. Hell that was, no. <laughs> and she hasn't moved yeah. out. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But like, uh, so one of the things that had been included in this like big chest uh, of like, like, like just like random gifts and stuff that people could like buy and, and contribute money towards this charity uh, was a Ouija board. And Fuck from, that thing. From, from what they, <laughs> from what they said, like, like once the Ouija board like, like showed up, all of a sudden bad things started happening. And like, I like, that's the kind of thing. Like, I, I've never, I don't know. I, I've, I, I've messed around with Ouija boards before with my friends when we were younger, but nothing ever happened. No, like nothing. Those like are the thing, portals. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know that some people say that like, you know, but like I, everything, every experience I've ever had with a Ouija board, it's only been a couple of times. Like nothing ever happened. Like the cursor never moved by itself or anything, you know, or we weren't able to, uh, uh, you know, come into contact with a spirit or something like that, that for me, at least that never happened. I, I know that there's a lot of people that say it has, and yeah. I'm not saying that they're liars, but you know, like, like for me though, like it was like a big nothing burger, you know, I was like, all right, well we freaked ourselves out a little bit and then nothing happened. Basically, oh man, you know? my but, mom, she used to tell me, she's like, don't you use a Ouija board. You go looking for trouble. You're going to find it. No Ouija <laughs> yeah. board. Well, and that's, and that's reasonable too, you know? Yeah. If yeah. you go looking for trouble, sometimes you are going to find it. Right. So, but like, uh, so basically the, the, um, and the, uh, it's a nurse that I work with. She, she basically like they, they took the Ouija board and like threw it away or something like that. Or they got rid of it somehow. I don't know what they did, but they got, they got it the hell out of the facility, you know? And, and, uh, I just, like. I was just like, I don't know, man. Like, you're going to blame all this bad stuff that just happened on a Ouija board? Come on now. You know, I don't know about that. I, 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 some people, they, they have to find blame in something, though, when bad things happen. You know what I mean? So and I understand that. You know, it's, it's, I'm sure I've been guilty of it, too. But it's, it's one of those things where I was just like, 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 like she was adamant about, like, this is a reason why all this bad stuff is happening because you guys brought this Ouija board in. Like, like I wasn't one of the ones, I mean, it was a couple of guys, uh, two of the guys that I work with that brought the Ouija board and thought it was a, a fun, you know, thing, but yeah, she, she was, uh, not happy about it. That, that's for sure. And you know, like, she blamed all the, all the bad stuff that had recently happened on that. And I'm like, oh, come on now. It's sometimes, sometimes life sucks. Sometimes bad things happen. It, it is what it is. Like it sucks. 
But it, I don't know if I could blame that on a freaking Ouija board, you know? On the other hand, sometimes you wake up with a shadowy figure standing over you. <laughs> and that's yeah. when it's time to move. Yeah, I agree. Yes. If I ever lived anywhere where I had any kind of experience like that, a, a dark shadowy figure or, you know, even like disembodied voices like talking to you or even like stuff just moving around and stuff like uh, fuck that. No, dude, I am out. Like I, at that point I would become a true believer. There's no doubt about that. But all right, that happened. I, I want to get away from that. But then like the bad part of it also is like, I've heard like many a story of like a, a poltergeist, like affecting a household. Right. And the person does move out, but the poltergeist, like the, the entity, whatever follows them to the, whatever the next place they're, they're moving to, you know? So it's not, it wasn't attached to the the property or the house. It was attached to them. And like, I, I've heard like, you know, um, people talk about how like you can, you can leave yourself open to this kind of thing without even realizing that you're open to it. And so like, if, if you, if you, it's kind of one of those things where if you present yourself as a victim, you're going to be a victim. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's kind of like one of those type of things, I guess, you know, with a poltergeist, you know, if that does happen. So yeah, I mean, that shit, that, if that's a reality and that has happened to to some people, oh, that must that must suck. Like that must be a horrible freaking experience, man. I mean, just imagine the loss of sleep, the, the you know the the loss of sanity. You know, like it's it could it could mess you up real quick. I think that kind of thing. You know, if that's if, if it's actually happening. You know what I mean? Well, and how do you deal with it? How do you tell your friends and your family how the hell? And, your, and your work? Yeah, and it's, you know, affecting you so much. Nobody's gonna believe you no one's gonna listen to you yeah I mean, it's it's just like the same like like i said before like the, the same attitude i have kind of towards this kind of thing i've never had anything really convincive like com make me convinced that like uh, you know paranormal activities are, are an actual thing you know like like it's a uh, if i heard somebody like even some I, i've i've met people i've worked with people i've had friends that say that they've had like like some pretty substantial instances that they they have experienced you know and but I got to be honest, I didn't really believe him. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's, I don't know. It was, it was, yeah, it's just kind of like one of those things where it's just, it's just hard to believe that something like that could happen. And, and it is reality. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And so, so I don't blame anybody who like would be going through this type of thing. Like, for example, like a poltergeist, you know, like, like, and then not choose to tell anybody about it, just de try to deal with it or, Maybe like, a, and you know, one of the things that's actually kind of funny too, that with that, uh, that, um, that Ouija board situation at work that uh, I was talking about, uh, there was a couple of people, uh, they actually went through the facility with sage, with burning sage. They actually went through the facility, like burning sage, like, and, and like, like, I, I guess that's supposed to, uh, like clear the area or, or. Like like get spirits out or something like that or cleanse, you work cleanse in a the area. Very interesting place. <laughs> uh, well, this is the only time this kind of thing has ever happened that mm -hmm. I've seen on on in any of the facilities I've worked in. But like I was just like, what they did? What? <laughs> okay, because I remember I saw the sage bundle like up up at the front office. Like, and I was like, what the hell is that doing there? And then like like later on that day, like one of my coworkers said, oh yeah, they they use that uh, to cleanse the area. And I was like, okay <laughs> then. <laughs> All right then. Are you a shaman? I guess. Like you know, it's okay. Right. That, I guess. I guess that happened. You know. If it works, it works. You know. 
I, and I have no, I have no idea if it works or not. I, I'm not an expert with this stuff. I'm interested in it, but it's, it's, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Cause I remember it was funny too. Cause I remember like, uh, cause uh, I, 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 when I stepped into the facility later on that day, I could still like, I remember smelling something and I was like, that's a little off. Like, what, what the hell is that? Is, is there something burning? What the fuck? Like, it was just like the very, like, like, like a uh, faintest remnants of it. You know what I mean? So like, like once, once uh, my coworker had told me like, Hey, yeah, they, they burned sage here and they, 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 they took it around the facility to cleanse the area. I was like, Oh, that's what I smelled. Okay. That makes sense. You know, like, <laughs> but like, I, I just thought it was kind of funny that they, that anybody, I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm not necessarily a believer of, you know, like I said, even though I really want to, but I, 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 I know that people have used sage to cleanse areas or get demons out or something like that for a long time. It's been, a, you know, it's a long lasting tradition for, for some people. So I don't necessarily understand it, but I know it's a thing, you know, <laughs> but I still kind of find it a little funny, you know, that they, <laughs> they would go that far, you know, I don't know. It, it was just, it was just weird. I was like, all right then. Like, and that, I don't know. Like, yeah. That kind of like makes me like almost like a, that, that one female coworker that, you know, says that she has, she lives in that house that ha she has all those experiences and stuff. In, and it, it kind of almost makes me believe her a little bit more really, to be honest, that she would like, cause why would she even do that? I guess, you know what I mean? Cause she, you know, she was the one that burned, burned the sage. So I, I thought, I don't know. It, it was kind of interesting. You know, it was, <laughs> I, I, I wish I would have been there to be honest while, while they were doing their <laughs> ceremony or what have you, you know, like, <laughs> cause like I'm, I'm a bit of an asshole. So I would have been there like, like talking shit and like making fun of them <laughs> just because I find it fun, you know? Well, well internally <laughs> you're like thinking to yourself, Oh, thank God. <laughs> finally, we're going to get rid of these damn ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Good riddance. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I have a ghost story to tell myself. When I was younger and living in uh, Southern California, we lived in an apartment in Covina. Was this in Covina or West Covina? It was in Covina. It was in Covina. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was near that uh, near that shopping center, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was Covina. Okay. So we lived in this little one bedroom apartment. And uh, it was tiny. Yeah, it was a it was a tiny little apartment. Tiny little shit and splat. Was, <laughs> a, Asian ether lived with me there. So was that know. the was that the apartment that had the uh, the the bolt hole in the side? Shh. Wasn't yeah. there one? You're gonna spoil the story, ETA. Oh, oh, god damn! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't even know that that related <laughs> yeah. to it. Yeah. So I didn't even. Know. Okay, my bad. My bad, dude. So one morning. Uh, I woke up <laughs> and uh, it was like a, probably a weekend or something and I was sleeping in a little bit. So it was already like sunlight out and stuff. But I wake up and the foot of the bed is pointed towards the bedroom door. And I look up and there's there's like a woman standing in the doorway of the bedroom door. And at first I thought it might be Ether, even though it looked nothing like her. Then I look over and Ether's asleep next to me. Then I look back and I see the woman. She's uh, she's short. I'd say she's probably like, I don't know, 5'4 to 5'6". Um, you know, Caucasian or perhaps Hispanic with brown curly hair. And she just looked at me. She smiled and she turned around and walked out. And that was it. And I was like, what? There's somebody in the apartment? But it wasn't like somebody robbing us. It was just, you know, a woman. So or a young woman looked like she was in her early 20s, basically. So I got up and I, I went outside. And this is a pretty small apartment. And the amount of time it took me to get up and go out there 
Uh, it was a second second story, and there's really no way out other than the front door. There was a side window, but she would have had to jump out, and the side window was closed anyways, and you would have heard it opening. The door was locked, and the room was empty. You know, there's the bedroom, the bathroom, which was kind of connected to the bedroom, and then the living area with, with uh, the living slash kitchen area. And there's no way that a real person would have been able to get out from that, you know, the amount of time. It was... I got out of bed pretty much right away and went looking for her. She do, she would not have had time to even walk to the front door as small as the apartment was. And if she had done anything in there, I would have heard it. But she didn't make any noise whatsoever, actually. So that was it. But it looked it didn't look ethereal or misty or see-through or anything like that. It looked like a real actual person was there. But really, but there was nobody there. And I've always wondered, you know, like maybe I was still asleep and dreaming in in my after I woke up or something, but like I wasn't paralyzed. It wasn't sleep paralysis. And I was fully awake after I realized there was somebody else in the apartment. I woke up like bolt upright when I saw her and you know, she didn't go away when I was wide awake. She just turned around and walked out and then that was it. And then I went out there and she wasn't there. And I wonder, you know, sometimes I wonder if it was my imagination, but the one thing that kind of makes me wonder is that in the bathroom, so the bathroom is sort of part of the bedroom. It's like sort of parallel. It's like uh, it's off to the side. And in the bathroom, you can see the wall that adjoins the other, the wall that's shared with the uh, next door apartment. You can see three holes that have been patched. And then you can see them on the other wall that went into the bedroom, but they're spread out a little bit. So it looks like patched bullet holes. And if you were in front of those holes standing up, it would have hit you probably in the abdomen. But one of the holes went right over the where the toilet was. And if you were sitting down, uh, depending on how tall you were, if you're sitting down on the toilet, it would have hit you either in the upper chest or the neck. Or, Damn. or if you were this lady's height, it might have even hit you in the head because she was a little on the shorter side. So I always wonder, like, you know, did did that person... Is that the person of a ghost who died to those bullet wounds? Was she in the bathroom and she got hit? I don't don't know. you remember too when we moved in there in the upper closet towards the back, we actually found bullets. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there were actually bullets in the apartment. I completely forgot about that. That's uh -huh. crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it, I mean, it's just a totally weird and creepy experience. That An apartment. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Uh, besides, I mean, besides that, we got m plenty of stories from that apartment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Not necessarily ghost stories, <laughs> but yeah, man, that's still to this day. It just creeps me out just thinking about it. Like, what was it? But she, she smiled. She was happy. And I felt this sense of like warmth coming from her, like kind of like she was looking at us, you know, this young couple just starting out our lives and she was looking at us and smiling at us and sort of like maybe with a sense of longing, like she wished she could be there doing what we were doing, just, you know, living her lives, basically. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Well, and, but. and and while she was there, maybe she was doing the same thing. Yeah. Maybe you she know? was a young, with a, you know, young couple starting out and then it ended tragically, maybe. And yeah. I should look up this address because at the time when we were living there, when this happened, I didn't really have the internet, so I couldn't really just go Google something, you know? I mean... That was a long time ago. It, we're not that old. The internet was a thing. It did exist at the time. <laughs> we were just too poor to afford it. <laughs> oh, God, we were poor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, back then also, the internet was very expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
it wasn't that bad, but back then, like an extra 15 bucks or whatever for dial up, we, we just didn't start. <laughs> we didn't have it. We didn't have 50 bucks for a modem. We didn't have a few hundred bucks for a computer. We didn't have money for any of that stuff at the time. So, you know, I just, I, I keep thinking, you know, maybe I should Google that address and see if I could find news. Maybe there's a news report or something. Cause if somebody died there, you should be able to find that. You should maybe, I don't know, go, go to the library and look up newspaper articles or something, archives. I don't know exactly how you would find that, but uh, yeah, so that's, you know, pretty creepy. That's my real life ghost story. I do have have another one that's a dream, but maybe I'll save that for next year. It was a dream slash waking one that's the most terrifying experience I've ever had in my life. Let me see how we're going here. Oh, okay. We're a little short of an hour. I can, I can tell this one. It's it's another short one. I want to hear. Okay. So this one was when I was living at, uh, at my parents' house, you know, it was the summertime. I was, I was a kid. I don't know how old exactly. I think I was probably, I mean, I was definitely in high school, but I was young. So I think I was probably like 14 or 15. Right. And it was, but it was summertime and I was sleeping on the couch in the living room. Um, I'd probably been watching TV. Then I turned the TV off, went to sleep or whatever. And I had this really vivid dream. Like one of these dreams that, I mean, I've, I've had vivid dreams, like lucid dreams once and, you know, once or twice in my life that I remember, you know, it's not that often, but I've have had a couple of them, but this one wasn't lucid. Like it felt real. Like it felt like I was really, really there. It's, it's different. It's, I've only had one dream like this ever, and this is it. So I was in this, this room and there was other people there and we were kind of dressed in robes and we were doing, we were chanting around this circle, doing like this ritual. And a satanic ritual. I don't know if it was satanic. It was, it was a ritual. It was weird. And we were doing this chanting and stuff. We were all dressed really weird. And the circle had like all those like runes and stuff inscribed in it that you might expect from like a circle of whatever, you know, like a satanic circle, I guess. Maybe it was just an yeah. alchemy circle. Yeah. Alchemy circle. Right. But, um, it was a pentagram. I was chanting along with them. And it was like a real language. Like, I don't know what language it would be, but like I was saying actual words, but I didn't understand the words I was saying. I was sort of like, it was like, you know, like a really vivid dream, but I didn't have control over my own actions. And that's the strange thing is usually when people have vivid dreams, they describe themselves as having awareness that the dream is real and having control over their own actions. But it was almost like I was a passenger. I was just sort of watching stuff happen, but from a first person, it was really weird. But, um, so that happened. And then I, like, I woke up suddenly from the dream. Right. And, uh, like there was, there's sort of like in the dream, there's sort of like a climax happening, like people getting more excited and stuff and generally, and it's, it's sort of hard to explain exactly what happened, but I woke up suddenly, um, and I, I was asleep facing the couch. So my back was to the room and I woke up something in the dream had scared me. And I don't remember exactly what that was, but I remember waking up being absolutely terrified. And then Mm. I heard behind me in the room, I heard like this, like this rattling. I heard a wind sound and I heard like wind chimes moving around the room. Like, like there was something there and I was too terrified to turn around and look. So I just like laid there for a little while and just kind of wishing that it went away. 
And eventually it did. And I, I went back to sleep and pretended like it didn't happen. But <laughs> that's, that's like, you know, the most, that's the most scared I've ever been in my whole life. It was absolutely terrifying. And it, like, there was a real presence in the room. And like I said, I woke up from a dream, so I could have still been dreaming, but it was, it was scary guys. Like it, I can't even explain just how terrifying it was. Like I felt a presence in the room. And again, I was not paralyzed. This was not sleep paralysis because I could move. If I had wanted to, I could have turned around and looked at it. I absolutely could have, but I didn't because I didn't want to. I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm just going to pretend like it's not there. It scared the crap out of me. But luckily, um, apparently nothing bad happened to me. It went away. You know, after after creeping around the room for a little while, it it buggered off, you know, (laughs) it's sort of just... It's, it didn't, whatever it was, it didn't go down the hallway. It didn't go out the window. It just sort of moved around and then just sort of stopped. And that was it. It didn't make any more noise. And I was like, still, I'm like, oh, I'm still not turning around. I'm still not going to do it. I'm still not going to look because <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to see. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see. I don't, I don't, I'm I don't not, like it. <laughs> I'm not taking that risk. It was <laughs> out of sight, out of mind, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah it was, it was so crazy. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. But then he grabbed the gas and the lighters, right? Then he totally torched know, right? that place because <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I would have grabbed, grabbed my gat and then turned around and be like, what's up, motherfucker? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, that yeah. probably would, would do no good if it was a, a spirit or something. Like, yeah. yeah that and obviously I hear, is idiotic. But. I hear stories <laughs> like what Anderson is sharing, and I just can't help but wondering if more people have experiences like this and they dismiss it either because they feel like, well, that can't be real. It's outside of the norm of my reality or it is so emotionally upsetting that their brain cannot process it and just dismisses it and you forget about it. And also because the stigma attached to something like this, like they don't want to talk about it either because they don't want somebody to look at them like, like, like they're crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it was absolutely terrifying to me and I was still fairly young, like basically still a child, but I mean, who am I going to tell? Am I going to go, go tell my mom? Be like, ah, there's a, uh, I heard noises. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I don't think, I don't think mom would have believed you. She probably just, just said, no, exactly. Like Like, (laughs) how are you even going to describe that to somebody? First of all, Second of all, they're not going to believe you. So like, I just didn't tell anybody. In fact, I think of the yeah. only person I've ever told this before, I think is, uh, agent ether and maybe agent ETA. I don't remember, but like, this is no, not, I remember, a, I remember, yeah. I remember you mentioning that. Yeah. This is not a story that I've told many people just because it's like, first of all, nobody's going to believe me. Second of all, it's like, how do you even, it's, it's hard to even describe the experience to people, you know? So it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. It's not like I've, I've never been at a party and be like, Hey, guess what I saw when I was a kid, you know, like, or yeah, didn't, yeah. did not see as the case may be. But there was, mm-hmm. there was one, I forget the name of the game, but I was playing an idle game. Um, it, this is one of those experiences where it's like, I kind of tried to forget about it, but I was playing this idle game. I used to play games on Congregate, and I liked idle games because you could put them on and then come back to them periodically. There's this uh-huh. game where one of the levels in the idle game was like a like a demonic portal, and it had like wind chime sounds, and it sounded exactly like what I remember the wind chimes sounded like. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, why would they choose that sound for a demonic portal? Like you would choose like monster hmm. sounds and scary sounds, not a wind chime sound. 
I, w- mm-hmm. I wish I could find that game again just so I could like scare yourself. <laughs> no, so I could like post it so people could check it out or something. But I mean, it was like it, it brought me right back to the experience because I don't know. It was just it was an unexpected thing in the game to see, and it You're was all just traumatized yeah. and stuff. I was like, "What the fuck? Why would you put this in a game? Like, what? Honestly, why would you make a demon portal with wind chime sounds? You know, what is is that like? So, is that an experience that other people have had? With something like this, where there's some sort of significance to wind chimes, because it was wind chimes, and it sounded like a windy day, you know, like wind blowing through trees, like woo, like that kind of wind, but it was like mm-hmm. inside the room, and it wasn't that loud. Wind chimes in the wind, it's crazy. Like the windows were closed, by the way. If you're wondering, our windows were closed, and we didn't have wind chimes anyway, so it wasn't that. Our neighbors didn't have wind chimes, so I, I wasn't hearing something like that. Crazy, man. Now I feel guilty because I have wind chimes everywhere. <laughs> I, I even have a set in my car. <laughs> no, no, but yeah, but the, they didn't, they don't sound like these wind chimes though. Okay. These had a particular sound. I like wind chimes. They sound nice. But these wind chimes had a very specific sound, a very creepy sound, if you can imagine that. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, cause, yeah, exactly. Like what you guys are saying though, it's like, who are you going to tell? You know? And I think that actually, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people have had strange experiences um you know maybe not a ghost experience or a ufo encounter or anything like that but i think a lot of people have had things that they can't necessarily fully explain you know yeah oh yeah but yeah so yeah those are so those are my creepy stories i had for today i also had some stuff that i don't think i'm going to need to talk about but i looked into zombies a little bit because who doesn't like zombies but maybe we'll do that some other time um, fun stories as far as that goes, but yeah, anybody else have any other spooky stories they'd like to share? I don't know. I was trying I mean, to think about the time, a time in my life where I was as scared as what you are describing and I could not come up with, <laughs> with anything. I've, I can tell you of, I've had times in my life where I was, I was put in situations, very dangerous situations because of my career basically and. I was terrified, but it wasn't not in the same way though. You know, not, it wasn't a ghost thing. It was, yeah. it was because I'm I might die right now. It's possible, you know. But like it's a yeah. It's it's but that's not the same thing at all though. You know. It's, well, I've like I've been I've been that scared, but not in the same way. Uh, yeah, it was it was different. Like I've I've been in scary situations, like where you think you're about to get into a car accident, or where somebody's trying to fight with you, or you know, s- scary stuff, right? Um, you know, or for example, there's that one, I forget exactly what they call it, like, you know, paradoxical idiocy or something where you're standing on a bridge and you have this urge to jump off and then you get terrified that you had that urge or whatever. But like, this was different, man. This was like being scared for my very soul. It's hard to explain, but it was, it was, it was horrible. I've (laughs) had it. I've had it where like I went out to, uh, go body surfing and then my buddy and I, we got thrown on top of each other and, uh. We couldn't breathe. We were in a, like a really bad riptide mm-hmm. and we we're by the jetties oh. and we were uh, like, it was so bad that we got like, we got thrown on top of each other and it was so bad that I could hear my friend screaming, like, you know, trying to get out and scream, but he was underwater. So you just hear, ooh, ooh, and like we were, it was bad and I well, gave up. That's gave also up. S- that's something that you have, like when you when you get caught in a bad riptide like that, you have no control over it. All of a sudden, 
you're you're it just takes a hold of you you know well the thing yeah i mean there's nothing you can do really yeah it just felt like a big ass like the hulk like just beating the shit out of you and there was nothing you could do um but there was this one thing that will always stick with me was that i had like i i gave up i i I was like well i guess this is where it ends you know it was a hell of a ride you know being only you know i'm 17 but man i lived a life right no it was it but like straight up i was like i guess this is where it die that's shitty because like i'm gonna be dying in the water which i don't want to die i didn't want to die like this and so at least you'll have some similarities to bradley noel (laughs) i from 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 sublime (laughs) well the thing was the the thing that stood out most was that I actually like within that moment, like I, because of the lack of oxygen, clearly uh, I had, I full on, I hallucinated. Like it was a full on, like I saw, like I was peering over the backs of two individuals that I could make out at that time who were alive. It was, it was my mom and brother, but it wasn't them. It was two other, it was just the weirdest thing. And I was peering over their shoulders to look at the TV and the TV was saying, Oh, two swimmers found today. Dad drowned and they were, and they said exactly my age and the description of who I am, but they didn't say my name and that, that you could see in the, the, how the, you know, those helicopter views where it shows like from the top down and you could see somebody pulling a body out. And then it literally, like I went from, I should, I remember shaking my head and like, as if you're waking up from like falling asleep type deal. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, no, no. And like, I, I just, I was like just seeing green and that's when like my adrenaline was just, it kicked up to a hundred. And I just by chance, like I, in my brother, even like, will say like, because you stopped, I stopped flailing around at that point. Like we were just so topsy turvy. Like I will tell you a million times before that incident, like I'm, I am a strong swimmer, even after this, like I am a strong swimmer. I grew up at the beach. And so yeah, like yeah. to get into that situation, what really freaked me out is because I tried to put my foot down in the sand when I got pushed down and I missed, it was so deep that my brain, my, my compass was like oh you're gonna touch sand now but then i missed it and did a barrel roll like you know as if i was in a washing machine and i got completely turned upside down and i was like oh shit like (laughs) i've never had this sensation before but it was like right after having that little that hallucination or whatever the hell it was like like maybe I started feeling myself rise in the right direction. And that's when I just like kicked into survival flight and fight or fight and flight mode where I was just like, Uh Oh, there's my chance. Get out of here. And, uh, it was just by chance. I, I survived. And like, honestly, like I should not have like my to my toes to the tips of my hair. Like it just felt everything in my body was just sore after that moment but it was like full on like i gave up i was prepared to die i was like i'm i'm fucking dead like and it, it was i was almost trying to embrace that next whatever the hell i'm going to embrace and that's when i had that that short vision or whatever the hell it was but then that that was just the creepiest thing and i remember afterwards we're at jack in a box and we we're just staring at each other and we we're just like uh, I, like you, you gave up. Yep. We gave up. We both gave up. Yeah. That was uh let's not do that ever again. Let's not go to that fucking side <laughs> yeah. of the beach anymore. Hey, like, uh, hey Kruger, 
Can you do me a favor, brother? Like, can you never do that again? Yeah, it <laughs> if was you don't bad. Mind? It was bad. And like, when we got out though, like I, like my buddy was like still trapped in there and went, went from like, you know, when you're with your buddies, you're like, oh, if anyone's drowning, I'm sprinting out there. I'm the well, number one bet, man. I bet yeah. after it was over too, you probably, f- I felt a, a fair uh, amount of fatigue too. Because that's, that's what gotta, I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's, that's gotta take like, it out of you. You know, that's what course, I was saying. From the tips yeah. of my hair to my toenail, like everything on me was just exhausted. Like I've never uh-huh. felt that tired before. I've been in Hell Week. I've played rugby. I've done other things that like really push you to your limits. But I was like, I I was dead tired. We we flat out like collapsed on the beach for a good hour, and like I fell asleep because that's how time. Like we, I was just exhausted, and of course, right when we fought our way back to the out of the ocean, like that's when the fucking dickhead lifeguard comes up. He's like, "Hey, you guys okay?" I was like, "No, we were just yelling at you for the past hour." <laughs> like it was it was bad. We were like, we "We're screaming at you. Where the hell were you?" Like he was just completely oblivious to the whole situation. And it, yeah. It was well, freaky. But yeah, that's that was shitty. Like Yeah. Well, no, yeah, I, nobody I, becomes a lifeguard to save people. You become a lifeguard to pick up on chicks and work chicks. on your tan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? I mean, if if I had a good body and stuff and I was a strong swimmer, what have you, you know, I was, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, to be a lifeguard, that's a good opportunity right there. Do they even have lifeguards anymore? I feel like I've been to the beach a lot and I have not seen any lifeguards yeah. in a long budget, time. But seasonal now. You guys could just drown. Yeah. <laughs> I I haven't been to the beach in actually quite some time and I, I miss it. Like, cause now I don't, I don't live toward like uh, next to the beach or close to the beach anymore. You know, I, I live next to a lake and like they don't have bodyguards, like they, they have law enforcement they're patrolling because of where I live. Like it's a party town, so it's yeah. you know it's a, they, a vacation destination. So you have a lot of drunk people driving boats and stuff. But hey, I, I, I've never seen a too. lifeguard. They need they need to make sure that none of the none of the ladies are going around topless. So they really hate that there. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you got drunk people everywhere you go nowadays. I'm a drunk person right now. As a matter of fact, <laughs> and I'm, wish, I'm having a great old, I'm having a great time too. I wish I was, but unfortunately <laughs> I got to wake up in the morning. <laughs> Ditto. Oh, I know. Yeah. But all right. I think that's, um, is, is that everybody's ghost stories for today? Yeah, I think yeah. so. As far as what I had to contribute. All right. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, don't forget to do your Patreon shout outs. Yeah, of, of course. Yeah. But I, so I think that's about it for this week's episode. Like I said at the beginning, I was going to shout out some Patreon people. Where did I put that list? It's a super long list, guys. <laughs> no, I just want to make sure. Hey, I you got to start. You got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, I just want to make sure I got the names correct. So, so far on Patreon, we have supporting Day One Comics, Rune, Al Christensen, and Diamond, of course, who's in the audience. Oh, thanks, guys. We really appreciate your support, shout- guys. Let's shout out the audience too, because like everybody that's here right now has been here throughout the whole episode. It seems to me. Yeah, uh, we have we have degenerate, which by the way I love that name because <laughs> I consider myself a little bit of a degenerate as well. You know, and then Diamond, of course, Diamond. Thank you, dude. You know, for everything. Aussie Meemaw. Aussie Meemaw is always there, man. Yeah. What's Aussie up, Meemaw? Aussie thank, Meemaw? Thank you for listening, man. Like like or. Uh, ma'am, <laughs> but, but like, and, and then we have, uh, uh, Panglos. Is that how you, Pangloss? Yeah. I don't know how you pronounce that, but, but thank you for being here. 
Yeah. You know, I we, like we the name. We appreciate just every degenerate. single one of you. That's the best. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> no, yeah. All of you guys, thank you so much for tuning in and hanging out. You guys are the best. We wouldn't be doing this if you guys weren't listening anyway. So, yeah, honestly, yeah. thanks everyone. Well, it makes it, it make it makes it that much more worth it, you know, to 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 see the people actually want to listen and they give you like good positive feedback too. It, it gives me motivation to 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 go forward. Not that I wouldn't, you know, but like it just it makes it that much more worth it. Like I was saying, you know, it's it's. Yeah, it makes it very enjoyable. Yeah. All right. So before we get out of here this week, we've got, that's right, your favorite, the affiliate product of the week. This week, we've got the ghost detector. You knew this one was coming. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's how, actually, I have one of these. and it, it's, I was going to say, is it the ghost detector that we the have? The ghost detector. Now, here's the thing. You can go on Amazon and you can get an EM meter or whatever for like half the price. But if you get an EM meter that says the ghost detector, it might be, you know, twice as much, but it says the ghost detector on the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it better. It well, it's, it's specifically designed to detect ghosts. Yeah, exactly. You know? so. Well, in that way, if you ever want to make like a little video to post online, you know, yeah. through TikTok or or whatever, live stream it, you got your little, you show your audience, this is my ghost meter. Well, we're going to go on a ghost tour pretty soon here. Oh, yeah. Or I'm going to bring it. The reason I actually, the reason I got it originally was because ETA, not ETA. Oh, God. Hope not. Ether and I <laughs> went uh -huh. on a, we went on a, went to a hotel for our, like our anniversary or something, you know, get out of town or get uh, in town away from the kids for an evening. And uh, it's actually here in Santa Rosa and it's a haunted hotel. So like, hmm, really, I better bring a ghost meter then. So I got one on Amazon and had it shipped over and I brought it and uh, I found a, you know, a couple of light bulbs that were haunted, but other than that, I didn't see a whole lot of, <laughs> whole lot of uh, ghost type activity, unfortunately. I can't wait to go on this tour though, so we can tell you guys all about it. Yeah, it'll be fun. Maybe, maybe we should, oh, we should contact them and see if we can like interview somebody. For, oh, that's or a really you know? good idea. Ghostly yeah. oh, tours be, of Sonoma that'd be awesome. County, California. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be awesome. That'd be a lot of fun. Dude. But, I, I I mean, if possible, I would love to be included in this. I know that you already, uh, you sent me that text earlier that, uh, I, you know, uh, uh, you guys will pay for my plane ticket if I come up there and cook some steaks for you. Hell yeah. I will be more than happy to do. I, I won't just cook steaks. I'll cook steaks and ribs. Ooh. Like, you know, and hey, you guys like ribs? I mean, I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but, you know, toot, toot. I have won a couple <laughs> awards, you know, in barbecue competitions for, for my ribs in particular. Well, you know, so, Asian yeah. Redacted, he's a teenager now, and he is eating us out of house and home. So please come give him some protein. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. I would love to do that. That, yeah. that sounds like a good time to me. Hell yeah, we got to work that out. But all right, as far as it goes for this show, I think it's time to check out. So thanks for listening, everybody. Keep it strange.